I never thought I would be a property developer. Taking on board of, of what other people say, but ultimately, if I think something should be done a certain way, I stick to that. Hi there. Welcome to the Creating Australia podcast. My name is Jessica Reynolds, and I'm a private town planner and business owner based in Brisbane, Queensland. I'm passionate about engaging with the amazing people that make the property and development industry what it is today. In Creating Australia, I want to learn from experts in the industry and share their knowledge and wisdom with you. In each episode, we'll talk with different people and unpack their past experiences and innovative ideas for the future. Join me now for an episode of Creating Australia, where we dive into the industry exploring local stories, projects, businesses, people, ideas, and more. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Creating Australia. I have Michelle Kao here with me today. She is the sole founder and director of My & Co Properties. Can you please tell me what you do day to day? What is your job? Who do you help? Well, basically, uh, currently I'm running about four projects at the same time. So they're all at different stages. Some at DA stage, some are almost con- almost finished, some are during construction stage. So yeah, my job is just basically make sure each project is going smoothly. If there's problems, then I go there and resolve it. So as a property developer, obviously there's lots of variances with what property developer means and how funding happens and things like that. Are you, uh, do you do your own projects or are you doing projects for other people? Both. Some projects are um, on my own and then some I have JV partners. Majority of the projects I would say is, uh, is new construction. But it's often combined with a bit of renovation, subdivision, yeah, and then a new build. Some, uh, well, at the moment, we are looking at starting a block of unit in Oakenflower. So that project is basically renovation, subdivision, and then new construction. And then obviously, at the end, will be strata title. Okay. So you're doing projects um, yourself and with JV partners. And then there's obviously, it sounds like a lot of variance in the types of developments you're doing. They are all residential though? Yes, at the moment, majority, yeah, all of them are residential. Okay. And so how long have you been a property developer for? A decade. Um, <laughs> started my first project in 2010. Yeah, so it's a bit over 10 years now. So you're, you're a veteran now of the industry. But how did you become a property developer? Because to be honest, I don't think it's, a, there's no traditional way of becoming a property developer unless, you know, you're born into that sort of environment. Everybody seems to have a different journey to that point, to that career. How did you get there? That is so true. I never thought I would be a property developer. Back in 2010, I was just looking to invest. Um, I was inspecting a lot of properties at a time in Parramatta, Sydney. And then I was reading books, magazines, and how to become a successful investor. I think one article uh, in this magazine called API Magazine, and then someone bought a block of land, they did a subdivision, and I was like, okay, that could be something I could do if I buy a block of land. I end up with two houses. Sounds better than just buying one apartment. So I did that, and it took me three years to finish my first duplex project. And then I bought another land and then another one after that. And then one day I just thought, well, I could do this full time. So you were working full time during this? Yeah. The initial three, four years I was working full time. And then also I quit my full time job trying to start a different business. So I was working 
part-time in, in a retail, trying to get a bit of income, and then trying, or、oh, at the same time, working on a different business. <laughs> What was the business? It was to sell、um, data cabinets. <laughs> so I imported some data cabinets from China. Yeah. And then I was selling them. Oh, that was a hard business. Didn't go well. And then at the end, I was just like, well, I could just run those projects full time. Even back then, I didn't realize,、oh, okay, you're gonna become a developer. I just thought that could be my job. Like running projects, I was actually embarrassed to call myself a developer for many years. Why is that? Was it just because you didn't feel worthy of the title, or did you not want to be known as a developer? Well, probably, probably two reasons.、Um, back home, back in China, if you tell people you are a property developer, people would think you're building a hundred or a thousand apartment at the same time, because、mm-hmm. because the land is so scarce and it's so overly developed back home. So no one really does like two pack, four pack. So I didn't feel like what I was doing was a property developer. And also, I think、um, sometimes we have a bit of bad rep. Like people think, oh, you you chopping up land and then you know creating noise and dust. And somehow, somehow I just like, well, I don't really want to cause issues. And then when I tell people, then they get offended. And <laughs> don't know. It was it was a struggle for a while until I start. Telling people、oh, I'm a property developer. So where was that switching point? At what point did you go? No, that's it. I am a property developer. I'm proud of it. Um, probably two years since I become full time. I would say, uh, yeah, maybe even 2015. I would say around six years ago. When I start buying projects in Brisbane, so I was flying between Sydney and Brisbane, and then at some point. I said, "Well, I'm gonna stop telling people I'm a flipper. I used to tell them I'm a flipper <laughs> or a renovator." Okay, so, yeah. So you're always downplaying yourself. And、a、do you think、bit. that was because of,、uh, you know, Chinese culture, or do you think it was a bit of just who you are? It's definitely got something to do with the Chinese culture as well, and also it's all it's, it's almost a man's game. Yeah. Right, like that's the perception. You're a property developer. You, you usually have a lot of money, and you do like a lot of apartment at the same time. That kind of image. So, yeah, I would say a, a little bit to do with my background,、mm-hmm. a bit of culture thing. Because we are quite in our culture, you're supposed to be modest and not like brag about things.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that must be really hard because I think most people struggle with it in the first place, and then if it, culturally you shouldn't brag either. It's, yeah, it's going to be hard, and especially as a property developer, you kind of, I guess, need to almost brag a little bit, don't you, to get get some sales? Ah, <laughs>、uh, do you think I brag? Oh, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I don't think you brag at all. You've been quite humble. So we actually met through industry events. I remember I went to one industry event one night, and then literally the next night you were there again. You're、yes. a bit of a stalker. No, <laughs> we just happened to have yeah two. A lot of mutual connections, I guess, and I guess my first thoughts of you were, "Wow, you're so feminine. You have so much energy, but you also come across so fierce." There's definitely、um, an energy that you bring that thinks, you know, you're fun, but also don't mess with you. I almost swore, but don't、yeah. mess with you. Is that something that you've developed through your career, or is that、Absolutely. something that you've had from day one? Absolutely, it's it's definitely developed through the career. And then, well, good job on picking that up. I actually think I'm extreme 
feminine, feminine and extreme masculine. Like both energies are quite strong in my personality. I, I think in general, I'm quite a feminine person, but you need to be assertive. You need to put your foot down. Says this is what I want, and then、um, and then just be able to get it. In business, you have to do that, especially as a female in the real estate industry. Yeah, why is that? Well, look, there's definitely stereotype, right? They look at you, a young female, and I think a lot of people would form an opinion straight away. They kind of know. What you're capable of, what your experience is, and then so you kind of have to go through a journey to to prove yourself to them, to 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 say that I know my stuff, you know, like you you need to take me seriously, you need to take on board of what I say.、Mm-hmm. But that's that's been a struggle for a very long time. Even like right now, if I meet a consultant for the first time. Uh, they might still have some certain kind of stereotype about you.、Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, I my in my day to day business, I work with a group of men. Yeah, that is just that's the reality. And have ever any of them told you that they're scared of you? <laughs> well, probably, <laughs> probably not that word. But <laughs> I think people work with me for a long term, long time. They understand. I need to get what I. I need to I need to stick to what I want wanted originally. Like I'm I'm taking on board of, of what other people say, but ultimately, if I think something needs to be done a certain way, I stick to that. Yeah. So has that been obviously? You said you've developed this sort of、um, energy over time and attitude towards business, but is that because you've had experiences where maybe you weren't as decisive、um, and I guess aggressive in what you want, and that hasn't worked out for you? For sure, the reason that my first duplex project took three years.、Um, funny enough, I I was calling around, so I bought the land, and then I knew I was going to subdivide.、Um, so I was calling a lot of town planners, architect, draftman in the area. So this is regional New South Wales,、mm-hmm. and then、um, pretty much for the initial twelve to eighteen months, no one could do the DA for me. Mm-hmm. The the builder will be saying, "Oh, there's no chance you'll get a DA through、um, architect, town planner." They all say similar things.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually paid for、uh, one of the project builders. So we just decided to build one home until one day I come across this builder, and then he said, "You can do a subdivision, no problem."、Mm. So I I already paid the deposit for the other builder. I said, "Well, let's go to." Change, you know. I, I still want to subdivide, and then we do the DA. It was pretty easy.、Mm-hmm. It was actually a really easy DA. But to start with, everyone tell you no because it's just easier for them to do a DA with one house. So when you're not assertive, people can really just feel the energy. They will just tell you. They can convince you to do a different thing.、Mm-hmm. That was probably my initial lesson. Yeah, no, that's an awesome story, and definitely, I think a lot of people can take something away from that. In that, if you internally think something is possible, intuition is probably, you know, yeah, worth it. But obviously, if I've said you can't do something, probably believe it because <laughs> <Yeah> . I'm just Reynolds, <laughs> town planner. <laughs> well, if you tell me that, I will definitely think it twice. <laughs> so. 
I really want to understand what is the best part about being a property developer. Obviously, you've been in the industry for a decade. It has to be more than money. There has to be something there that drives you to continue to do it. And I assume, and it seems like you're going to keep doing it for another decade or more. Possibly, yes. Uh, that's true. It's not just the money. Definitely not. I often tell people property development is like a makeover process. Process. It's like supermodel getting ready for a photo shoot. So you have a shower, you do your makeup, you do your hair, you get dressed up, and all of a sudden this person looks completely different. Same thing as a property development. It just takes so much longer. It could take three years, but you went from bare land to a block of unit or a beautiful architectural home.、Um, it's absolutely rewarding. To watch that process, is the the transformation process is it really gives you that sense of achievement. So creating something from nothing or taking something and making it better. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a makeover. <laughs> Haven't had many of those, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we all. I always、knows. look like this. Make a full face of makeup and yeah, dress well <laughs> always. And so that's the best part. What's the worst part? It can't be all positive. No,、um, I wake up each day, and then it will be either a message, or a phone call, or some emails from someone telling you about some problems, and really is on the that is on the that is every day. So every day you face with challenges and problems that you have to resolve, and as a business owner, you are ultimately responsible to resolve those problems. Right, the consultants might give you their opinion; they, they give you advice, but you have to be the one pick up the phone and sending those emails and arrange site meetings to solve those problems. A project could, could take two to three years. That means you need to resolve problems on a daily basis for that long until you see the end result. So that is that is a really Big test on your mental toughness. Yeah, and how do you deal with that day to day? Because I can't imagine. You know that's pleasant for anyone. Even if you become more resilient, do you have ways of dealing with, I guess, those stresses? Well, I do get stressed a lot of times,、um, but I think I believe everything can be resolved. There is a solution to everything. You know, you might have to. It might take you a long time. You know, ask a lot of people, go through a lot of trouble to finally get there, but everything will be resolved. Like. I know I will see the light at the end of the tunnel, even though it could be a very long tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> That's very optimistic, and I love it. And that leads to my next question: What do you think is maybe one of the biggest or two biggest skills a property developer should have to be successful? Definitely,、um, I would say number one is mental toughness, because it just—I mean, even even a quick project would, would be. Six to eight months, and that's really quick. I would say most of the projects are probably two to three years,、mm-hmm. and then you really need to be tough, mentally strong, and then you know you can get through this. And then people could be motivated for two, three months, and then after that, they would be like, "Oh, I don't want to do this anymore. You know, I want to move on to something else." So if you really have to constantly motivating yourself, and then says you can do this, you know, that that will come through at the end. So mental toughness, I would say number one.、Um, what's number two? There's just so many. I'm trying to pick the most important ones. <laughs> it's alright. I'm sure that if it's not your actual number two, anything would help people. 
Yeah. Look, I think number two is probably positivity.、Mm-hmm. You know,、uh, I often see people when they have problems or you know situation happens, and then they start complaining about the situation, and they don't really focus on looking at the solutions. But I'm very positive. I always see the bright side. I, I, I think things are always developing to the brightest side.、Mm-hmm. So. Positivity is probably number two. So mental toughness and positivity and optimism. Yeah, sounds pretty cool to me. I think I can definitely take away something from that. And maybe I'm not positive enough these days to. <laughs> you are definitely very positive. <laughs> and my final question for you, Michelle, is: What is success to you? It's always three components.、Um, to me, obviously, finance, and relationship, and health. So I think. That is the ultimate definition of success to me. I don't want sit on a lot of money, but I'm eating junk food and then becoming an alcoholic, and then you know have my relationship with my partner, my parents all falling apart. So really, the relationship with my family,、mm-hmm. my my close circle, my partner is important, and then my health is important. So I would say three parts are equal, all of them.、Yeah. So a really holistic approach to success. It's about having it all: money, relationships, and health. Yeah, because I guess maybe not, maybe not particularly well on each one. You kind of like, I would say moderation, moderation、yeah. on all three parts. Yeah, I love that. And so, if somebody wants to contact you, what is the best way? Um, they can email through info at myanco dot com dot au or just get in touch with us on our Instagram or Facebook. Yeah, we have Facebook, Facebook page and Instagram. Yeah, and they can check out your projects there and get to know you and the things that you do a bit better. Yeah, our website is linked to the Instagram as well, so they can go through the website and looking at the past current projects as well. I love it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Michelle. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining me on today's episode of Creating Australia. Don't forget to subscribe and join us on our socials to keep updated on our latest content. On Creating Australia, I love talking about everything to do with people, property, and development. So if you have something you'd like me to explore, let me know by searching Creating Australia on Instagram or searching Jessica Reynolds on LinkedIn.